Let's put the rad in radical. If you're looking to expand your life, then you've come to the right place. We're Amanda, Ali, and Reina, and each week we're setting the scene to level up our everyday lives in all areas. Mindset, lifestyle, community, and more. And we want you to come with. It's the news on the streets, team. <laughs> oh my God, gang. It feels pretty surreal. I mean, I know the two of you have been in my corner um, just cheering me on BTS behind the scenes, but yeah, to actually come out and, and say it to other human beings has felt really surreal. Exciting, terrifying, anxiety's on high, but, but with joy, right? You know, anxiety and excitement are really the same feelings. Your palms sweat, your heart races. So really, who knows the difference? I'm kind of just somewhere there. <laughs> I'm existing there. And it's so good because Raina and I obviously are both moms. So we know what's coming. Like, you know, the minute that you do, we know what's coming. And I don't want to say that Raina and I knew, but we knew that you were pregnant. We were like, can we share that story? Yes. Let's, let's dive into this. So, uh, we, I, you know, we have been going through this, the three of us for a little while now, and the two of you were sort of my first two little encouragers to say, maybe it's worth taking a pregnancy test because there did come a point where I had this pain, like in my lower left abdominal, but lower situation. And I found it confusing as I had never really felt a feeling like that before. And so, you know, it was, it was Ali's birthday and I wanted to do like this drive by social distance from the car wave like the queen to kind of like party and wish her happy birthday from afar um but that was when i messaged you guys and i was like listen unfortunately i don't think i'm going to be able to make that plan happen and you guys were like well why and i was like i i'm actually not feeling that good i, I have a really bad pain and i think i'm going to just have to sit this one out and it was it was a pain it wasn't like a like it was a, a bad like weird cramp or something um, well, I remember we were getting on the record or maybe we had a meeting or something like that. And you were saying, you're like, stomach's hurting. And then you also said something else. It was like, you were like super tired or super like munchy or something. And I just remember like glancing up vertically at Allie on my Zoom and being like, oh my God, Amanda, you should take a pregnancy test. You're like, no, no, can't pop, no, nah. <laughs> and then what was funny was later on, um, I got, uh, you know, we, we chatted about this on a call earlier that day because it was a Friday and then we were texting about it too. It was like, listen, it's still lingering. Like things are still happening, you know? And um, I got a FaceTime, a very jolly FaceTime from Ali, <laughs> who was a couple of gin somethings deep at this point. I may have mentioned it was her birthday. And, you know, the first words out of her mouth were, do you need a pregnancy test? I can drive over. I'm like, no, you certainly cannot. Like she just has pregnancy tests in her bathroom cabinet, like waiting, right? You guys, you never know. You never know. And so you need to be fully equipped. And plus, if a friend of mine is giving me the major signals and I was like, yeah, okay, I've been there, done that. Girl, you are pregnant. And Amanda argued tooth and nail with Raina. I'm not, I'm not pregnant. No, guys, I don't even want to consider it. I'm not, no. And uh, you did, you took the test. Yeah. And you know, that only came a couple of weeks later though, to be honest, I, I was late and it was sort of my, ah, crap, they were right kind of moment. And it wasn't so much an, I'm not interested. I don't want to, I, I don't want to explore this. It was almost a bit like, 
I couldn't totally tell because I, I felt crampy, like period crampy. So, you know, my period is usually quite on time. And when it wasn't, I was like, oh shit, that they may be onto something, those moms. <laughs> they may have it right. So, you know, uh, I did go get the pregnancy test and we got a box of two and I did two tests. Um, but that moment, gang, can you, I would love to know, do you remember peeing on a stick? What was that moment like for the two of you and you for, for pregnancy one realizing, holy smoke? Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. I remember. And as gross as it sounds, I think I still have the pregnancy stick somewhere and locked up in one of my keepsake boxes because I keep weird things. Don't judge. Don't judge. Other parents keep- Sure, you're not the only one. I am confident you're not the only person who does. <laughs> Did you keep you yours? Do you have yours? Amanda, yeah. Yes, yeah, I do okay. have mine. I do have mine. I still have it, yes. Yeah, see that other parents keep like their first kid's haircut and like the lock of hair or their tooth. Yeah, okay, Raina's got the I lock have the hair. hair, I've got the hair. So I kept, I kept my first pregnancy stick. It's in, it's in somewhere in a box of keepsakes. But, you know, there is that moment where like your eyes see it before anybody else's. So your heart feels it. You can kind of gulp it down. And then however you choose to deliver the news. Did you do anything special for Will? No, because he stood right beside me. <laughs> he was there front and center, true, you know, true as ever, partner in crime, ride or die, always with me. Like it was, um, it was, I was very thankful though, because as soon as we saw like line two begin to like really appear and it wasn't like a, you could question it, it was quite there. Um, I started to, you know, spin a little bit and I was like, my whole life, it's, it's all flashing before my eyes. Like I really saw my, like I have a really good memory. I can remember my childhood. I can remember me in kindergarten. I can remember everything through elementary school, high school, like everything just sort of like trickled in really quickly. And I, I suppose on in my head, I was very actively doing something, but to him, the outside looking in, I was just sitting there like this, <laughs> just, just sitting there. Well, all of this movie is playing in my mind and he can't see shit of what I'm seeing. So he just grabs my hands. I'm sitting on the bathtub while I'm while we wait. And he's like, before you fall over, take my hands. And he's like, let's go sit over there. <laughs> and so we sat down on the bed. Um, so he was right there with me. So no, nothing special happened for him. Like there was no announcement separately from me to him. It was both of us kind of just digesting. And what was interesting was in that moment, he was my cool cucumber. And, and if you know, you may know, but he's, that's his default setting. Like he just is that way. Um, but the next day we woke up and he was like, whoa, <laughs> it was like, and I was like, everything we're fine this is gonna be great like it was so funny to see our role reversed what were your thoughts on the morning after like the next day when you like it, you slept on it and you woke up like you're like holy shit there's a baby in there well the morning after was very much for me the realization that this is happening it was less the shock and more the okay a new door is opened a new chapter has you know, pages turned, like it was sort of like a sobering sink in. And so there were a lot of tears, like tears of 
of, of excitement, but tears of terror, which I'm sure everybody sort of goes through just in the sense of like, you're excited, but you're like, holy crap, I've never done this before. This is going to be a whole new ball game of learning about myself and learning about my partner and how the two of us coexist as well as how to do that with a human being that I bake inside myself. Can we just revel at the female body? Like I am just in utter awe. It blows my mind. And so those were things I was waking up to. I was like, oh my God, a woman is incredible. Oh my God, I'm I'm that woman right now. And wow, now I, I'm experiencing what it means to unlock this new chapter in life. And you know, I, that was, that was what it was for me. The morning after was tears of sober realization of this is happening. We're doing this and, and just lots of hugs because we knew there was no other person on planet earth. We would rather be going through this with. So it was, it was really beautiful. Just gives me chills every time she talks about it. Doesn't it? Uh, Like, I want to just like, how amazing is the human body? I was telling Chad that because we've been just talking about you baking a little baby. And I'm like, when I was pregnant, it was 18 and 19 into 20. Right. And so I had no appreciation for what my body was going through. Like looking back, I'm like, it just happened. And it was like what it did. And I didn't think anything of it, but I'm watching you go through this. And like, after talking to you, you know, for the last several weeks, it's like, I'm excited to watch you bake this baby and watch you like learn what your body's doing and like hear about it and just all of it. It's magnificent. It's magnificent. Yeah. And I mean, I've been able to be so lucky to watch the two of you because you're both in different phases of motherhood and things. And I mean, we've already spoken about this together, but you know, sort of like you said, you were very young when things happened. And so maybe like the ball rolled quicker than you knew how to keep up with it in a way, just because you were growing up with it like oh you know in a sense you were sort of growing up with it and um I know that if things are different now like things happen in a more public sense in some ways and I you know being older feel a deeper appreciation for the body and you know when you are older too you you've navigated things like I've gone through grief I've struggled through depression I've um lost family member like you know there's just been a lot and so I, you know, I don't really take for granted what the body offers anymore. I'm, I'm long gone past those days of being like, you know, I move because I hate myself for how much I ate yesterday. It's like, absolutely not. Like I have family who I miss every single day who would trade anything to move their body and be here and take advantage of this beautiful space that our soul navigates in this vessel. Right. And so, you know, yeah, I, I am feeling some gratitude for the perspective that sort of comes with that, but but having said that, I know absolutely nothing about what's to come. So yeah, there's gratitude because I'm older, but there's also, I've never done this shit before. So I'm always looking to the two of you because it, you have such different phases that I can, you know, like just mentally assimilate and one day I'll accommodate and, and, and really, really try it out. Have you used any pregnancy things as excuses? Because for me, if like Ben was like, it's your turn to undo, like unload the dishwasher, I'd be like, Bro, I'm growing an eyeball right now. I am growing a foot. I'm a, I'm very busy and I'm tired. It's on you, my boo. Sorry. So I have, love that. Have you, have you started any excuse making or are you fatigued? Like, what are you feeling now? I have not started any excuse making because I am a hard-headed Sicilian through and through, and that has proven to run strong even in this phase so far. I am feeling crazy nausea though. It's the type of feeling where um, it sort of hits out of nowhere when I overexert myself. So I have great amount of energy enough to get my workouts done to do some work during the day. But I found in the afternoon, it sort of tanks. 
um, it dissipates pretty quick. And then if I, you know, am trying to overdo it, like this little cookie is like, nope, we're pumping the brakes. Like you're not moving because I start to literally almost throw up. So I'm just it's constantly navigating that feeling of nausea all the time. And um, so for, for me, no, I've been trying my best. Like I, I continue to do everything around the house and things like that. I don't know how much longer that will last. But having said that, there is one thing I have absolutely surrendered and it's due to my heightened sense of smell and it's all things garbage related. Like, nope, that's a nope. You're going to do that garbage. We're going to take it to the complex, you know, garbage room you're, that's going to be all you like I wait outside I don't go in there anymore I can't take it out if food is bad or anything like oh my god no it sets me off on a whole other range so I wouldn't say that's probably the one thing but it's because my body literally will not let me help I'll just contribute to the mess and smell if I if I fight it I remember the episode the recording maybe it was a meeting you got on whenever you first said that you were starting to feel nauseous and you were like Hoot! even me talking even me talking about it and I was just like oh my gosh because I I didn't get I didn't get nauseous not once during my pregnancy Ali I don't know if you did or not I don't remember what you said about that previously but like the thought of I feel so bad for you because I'd probably be crying all day if I felt like gagging all day. Yeah, there was definitely some very graphic sound effects that Raiden and I were like, are you okay? And it was crazy because we knew before like, you know, anybody else really knew. And so, you know, we'd be trying to help you or to say, okay, how are you feeling today? Should we continue? And yes, you would keep vomiting a little bit in your mouth and uh, yeah. I mean, I had terrible morning. I think we need to change the subject. She oh, yeah. just wrote they in the chat. It. So she said it's happening now. So we're going to. Oh, okay. Yeah. She's feeling okay. sick again. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Although I will say if we can catch you throwing up on this podcast, that might be amazing. That's we will go viral for sure. What a gift to the listeners. I, I, I It's one I, I don't want to give you, but if it's, if it's an Easter egg in one of our episodes, you win a thousand dollars. No, you don't. We, that, that's not true, but, but good for you. If you catch that, <laughs> are you craving anything crazy? Nothing crazy, but, but yes, I'm craving grilled cheese sandwiches. I, you guys, how good is a grilled cheese sandwich though? I mean, butter it. It's yes. buttered. Yeah. Of course. Is yeah. there any other way? Why is there another way to have French? Uh, I just, I just like the butter. I want you to like emphasize the beautifulness of the butter. Yeah, yeah. Definitely butter. <laughs> um, but I mean, I don't think it's a strange craving, is it? It's just, um, it's not something I normally have. Like, it's like a treat for sure. But lately, yeah, I've been like, oh, we're going to have one of those. We're going to, mm, I've just been so good. And one of the ways I sort of knew something was off before I knew I was pregnant was like, I was just, I, I, I we got a bag of Doritos and I could, that thing can usually last in this house for a little while. We don't buy them too much, but when they exist, they can last a little bit. Holy shit, I pounded that bag. Will barely smelled one. And I was just eating the whole thing. And he's like, what is, what is happening here? He's like, you, I've never, you never do this. And I was like, God, I don't know. They're just so good this time. <laughs> red flag, red flag, red flag. <laughs> Must have been the cool ranch. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is, that is just the best. And it's funny because this is, this is how it all like evolves, right? These are the funny things. I hope you do write some of this stuff down because um, 
you know, whether you have just one child or you go to have multiple kids, a lot of it kind of it all meshes together. Like sometimes I'll say to Ben, oh yeah, I remember when I really loved chicken and uh, when I was pregnant with Sasha and he'll say, no, no, that's when you had Charlie. So like you can't, everything kind of molds together and you can't remember anything, but these memories are so special. I think for a woman, because it is all you, right? Like these are the things they might seem, you might be bored listening to this, or maybe you can't relate, but one thing that is, what I learned going through all this was it really is a lot on the woman and you're the one that houses the child. You're the one that births the child. You're the one that feeds the child. Um, and to have these laughable moments were what I really, quite frankly, uh, hung on to as I navigated, you know, pregnancy and, and post-pregnancy and the everything that comes along with it is finding some laughter and good memories along the way um, that that you know you, that you're going to look back like two years from now we'll be recording an episode about remember when you loved grilled cheese you know like it, it it's stuff that is so good to hold on to so that's great are you like diving into the plethora or the overload of pregnancy advice and books and knowledge and and hey, you should do this, and I'm doing this, and you should think about doing this. Well, that's a whole other, you know, that's what I've sort of realized. And I'm I'm no stranger to the online space. Let's say, um, you know, I have an online business that I've been running for, it'll be eight years this year. And um, I also work with women, um, many, 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 many of which for all these years are pregnant or where parents got pregnant. Like, I mean, I've watched people go through this. And so I know that the realm of unsolicited advice or abundance of advice or tips or details or stores to shop at or do's and don'ts or don't you dares. Like, I mean, they're everywhere. And I feel like I, I realize that the number one asset I have is my mindset and my mental well-being. And so whatever at all costs that means to salvage that is where my Whole heart, wholehearted effort is being poured into. So that means diving into resources that feel aligned for me and asking tried, trusted, true family, friends, very close, select few with whom I ask their advice and treasure their, their tips. And, and even at that, it's like, does it feel good for him and I? Because if the answer is yes, that's the answer, period. And, um, I know that that may come with challenges along the way. I say that very strongly right now, but of course I'm human and who knows I could be swayed or, or knocked off kilter and that's normal and I anticipate that. But what I know for sure is that the number one thing I can work on right now is my mental strength as I navigate those things because you will drown in it all. I've realized there is so much, there is no lack of someone else's thought or opinion or advice or perspective or tools or resources or books or this and that. And I'm grateful because it means I can learn all about the things that maybe I've never looked into before, which is a positive thing. Um, but you also, you only you as the parent, I suppose, can know that line between it's too much, it's time to unplug from that type of thing. So what about you? Did you find that you navigated that, that sea of advice or perspectives or family or friends or my mother groups or things like that, that you maybe became part of, or, or as you grew with motherhood, did you guys go through that? 
Well, no, I mean, for me, um, some of my best friends, we all kind of were pregnant within four months of each other. So I, again, a really select few that I kind of walked this journey with. Uh, my sister was an amazing resource, but you know, I just get overwhelmed easily. And quite frankly, I got other things to do than read a bunch of books that they don't know me. Right. So what works for one person might not work for the other, but you know, for me, I just wanted to live in the, what, what is the best option for exactly what you said for me and my partner and what do I think? And uh, that's part of the joy. That was part of the hilarious adventure that this was, is like, I made some terrible choices <laughs> and, and, um, and some ones that would be controversial. Like what's a terrible choice that you made both of you. I want to know like one terrible choice that you feel, oh my God, you look back now and you laugh. Like maybe it was a, an item you bought that you thought was the rage and you didn't even open it and get it out of the box. What was, or maybe a book you thought you'd read, like what's something that you were like, oh my goodness, that was overkill on my part. Well, I, I will tell you the terrible, one terrible choice, one terrible choice. And I have my sister to blame for this. Um, when, after you give birth, one of the things is that they want you to have a bowel movement shortly, like soon to know that you're, everything is working. So my sister was like, um, listen, to get things cooking, you should take a, what is, a, what's the, um, what's the pill? What's the, uh, a laxative? Like, a laxative. Yes, yes, yes. So she says, listen, once you finish, take a laxative. And I was like, really? I, I don't know. My body kind of works properly. Maybe it's, it's a good idea. And my sister was like, listen, you need to trust me. I need you to put back a laxative after. So right away, I'm out of the, the delivery room and all that sort of stuff. And I say to Ben, my husband, I'm like, get me the laxative. I got to get my body working. And I don't want to give too much details, but the shit show that happened within six hours of me giving birth in the bathroom, we had to call a nurse in to help deal with what, what was like, I mean, make your own decisions, but stay away from the laxatives post- well, I'll share one about poop too, since we're on the topic. Mine is pre-baby. So I was, well, this was my second one. So I was pregnant with Ella. Her due date was like the second week in January or something like that. I had family in town. It was like the end of the month in December. And my in-laws were like, I wish you could have the baby now. We're in town. They left like whenever. Okay. So then this is terrible for me for rushing. I might get shit for this, but it's okay. I took castor oil because I heard that it like induced, like sped things up a little bit, right? And I was like, I was 38 weeks, the baby was developed, there was no issues, nothing like that. But I took castor oil and my ex-brother-in-law was in the back seat of the car, we pulled into Sonic. I got a diet Dr. Pepper, poured castor oil like in the Dr. Pepper and then just like start chugging. Within two hours, I, could not leave the bathroom. I was shitting so much. My contraction started though, like an hour after I finished. And then, and then I went to the hospital, had the baby, but the whole way to the hospital, I was like fresh out of like, just, you know, going to the bathroom nonstop. I was like, I'm just going to shit all over the bed. I'm not even going to be able to push this baby out. I'm just not going to be able to push the baby out. There's going to be so much. It was awful. But so don't do castor oil. I can still taste it if I actually think about it. And yeah, we're not even going to go there, but you know, I want to go back. I wanted to just add on to kind of everything as far as like you sharing it and all the advice on social media and all the advice you're going to get from so many different 
places I feel like I am very thankful that I didn't have social media when I was pregnant. Very, very decades ago when I was pregnant. Um, I didn't have social media. I didn't have, I was 18. I didn't have close friends that were pregnant. All of my friends were still out partying and drinking, you know, so I didn't have a lot of people to kind of bounce ideas off of or bounce, you know, advice off of or anything like that. But I do remember just reading, 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 reading. And it helped to an extent, but it was, you know, it's almost like when you do so much studying and so much research and then in real life, you're like, it has nothing to do with what I studied. Nothing to do with what I studied, right? You're going to, that baby's going to pop out and you're going to hold the baby and it's going to be like, nothing you researched is going to be real, right? It's just going to be you in that moment with baby on your chest. And like, that's what I wish I could go back and just like cherish and forever. You know what I mean? Is those times. So like getting emotional talking about it I can't wait for you to have the baby oh my god oh my god listen I I was thinking about that too just the the idea of where you know where this will go and what it will be and how to cherish that at the end and things like that and yeah I mean it's it's tough everybody has a different phase of whenever they're they're embarking on that journey I too have uh friends and family who've already begun that um I am a little bit later than some and, and I'm before others, but you're never late. You're right on time whenever that happens for you. If you even want that to happen, even if you don't, that is totally fine as well. And that was something that had to stick for me too, as I did life alone for a little while there. So this news was, you know, something had sort of, or this idea of like children was something put on the back burner for me. I was like, the universe has got me. Like if that's meant to be part of my path, she'll divinely lay it as such. And I will walk it when that time comes. And so, you know, this time coming and sharing it now in this realm of where social media is a thing. And um, I'm just going to do my best to continue protecting my own boundaries in that way. You know, we on this podcast have talked a lot about boundaries with the online world and what that means for us so that it makes sense for our mental health and well-being. And, um, you know, I think it's just been the type of thing where I'm going to, I'm going to share it on my newsletter in a more personal way. That way, you know, I look, if Instagram vanished tomorrow, then what? If social media vanished tomorrow, then what? How would I connect with you? How would I share? How would I, um, you know, be able to expand beyond a 2000 character count limit, basically? How can I limit this? It's the biggest experience of my life. So I'm very excited to share about it more on my newsletter in a way that feels aligned for me and that the people who want to be there, people who want to read it will be able to do so. Um, But I'm curious, given that you guys you know, went through this at different times, both of you, like, did you journal? Ali mentioned this. She, I wanted to bring it back to that. Did you guys ever journal or write about how you were feeling in these moments? I, I have been, but it's because it's like, it's a habit I had before it. So I don't know that I would have just cold turkey started, but did you guys write anything? I wish I would have. This is one of those things where if I had to do again, I would be like, Today I feel, today I feel, today I feel every single day being pregnant and after. I did do a baby book and I remember doing like, I first felt you when I first this, when I first that and that kind of thing. I didn't do it on Ella, but I did it on McKinsey. And I think that's maybe it. I I tell myself that's common when you have another child is you do it for the first one. And then the second one, you kind of are like, oh, baby book, what baby book? So write all the things down. Yeah, I had, I had a journal and I wrote a little bit. Um, and then the minute that I had a baby, there was no more journaling <laughs> because I'm too busy. <laughs> so yeah, no, I had a, I definitely kept a, some thoughts and some feelings and some funny things that I never wanted because you will forget. Like you think you're going to remember the funny thing that 
Will said or the time that you felt this, but two years from now, you will forget it. Like I forget about things that my kids did when they were, you know, young and my husband might remember it. And I go, what? Oh my God, I completely forgot. So pivotal things I like to write down are big, funny things. But um, in all honesty, the minute that I had the kids, every minute was tending to them, tending to myself and sleeping. That, that was my, the, the order of, of things that mattered. But can, can, I, can I just ask, and I'm just curious, and of course you can say no. I mean, it, I don't see why, but I'm just curious. Is there a possibility of Raina and you and me recording a podcast episode while you're in labor? Like, I yeah. think like a, like a current, um, you know, live episode while you're <laughs> and Raina and I are like, you got it, girl. And she's pushing, um, she's pushing ladies. It's coming. Mm-hmm. I can see the head. We'll step aside. Like oh, raw, two centimeters. Real- yeah. <laughs> A very raw, up close and personal episode. Hey, listen, never say never. Didn't Justin Bieber say that? And we know how much Ali loves him. Yeah, I mean, let's let's make it happen. Let's get the nurses, everyone involved. Listen, we're shooting here. Quiet. Mute your end. <laughs> oh my God, he's so funny. Yeah, I mean, that day feels like it feels a million years away for me right now, but the reality is it isn't. And so like the two of you said, I think I need to continue this of being really intentional of remembering because all systems are go once you know the grand debut is here and then we're just hands on deck and possibly not writing a single feeling down ever again (laughs) you will you'll write feelings down again but you know your focus does change and I know I said this to you Amanda and um I I really I really enjoyed those last months of just Ben and I, right? This was the last time that it was just the two of us before for the rest of my life, something changed. And maybe you're lucky and you've got parents that take your kids over the night. I don't. So the amount of time that Ben and I have together now is very, very slim. And when we do, we treasure it more than I can even tell you. Um, it's not a luxury to us. It's not something that gets to happen all the time. I don't have that, um, that, that, yeah, just that luxury of having someone take my kids all the time. But um, I really hope you and Will like dig into the next couple months, like do some fun things, keep going out for dinners, you know, um, have your mocktails, journal, uh, take lots of pictures, all that fun stuff, because it does. Go to the movies. Oh, go to the movies. Yeah. I wish. I wish. It was, when it's, well, one day. Yeah, when it opens. One day. <laughs> I will say that was like a huge thing that I missed right after. Like it was years before you could go to a movie again, you know, without childcare or something like that. Allie, what's something that you like totally just cut whenever you were, you got pregnant? Not to that is so make funny, you sad. Well, no, that's so funny because mine was movies too, like a hundred percent. And Ben and I, when we had our very first, like four hours without Sasha, we went to a movie and we looked at each other and we were like, is this bad? Because we are not talking. Like we are just in a movie theater, watching a movie theater. We're like, you good? You good? I'm so good. Bye. And we watched, I can't even remember the, some movie and we, it got more candy than anybody needs to consume. And it was glorious, but it's so, that's so funny. Yeah, going to see a movie too, me a hundred percent. I'm so glad you both just mentioned that because I had two follow-up questions to what Ali had just said, which was one, how do you maintain or, or 
you know, did you, I know Raina for years was a bit of a while ago, but I just tried to get away from mine. Go ahead. Alex. Yeah. I was going to say, Raina's not going to give me the answer to this, but, but that's why I'm saying it could even be right now. Like, I mean, you both have two girls each crawling around to some degree at different ages. Like, what do you do to make sure that you can even get five minutes so that you can be without your children and, and see your person. Because, you know, that is one of the things I've heard a lot is soak each other in now because later it becomes 10x more difficult. And um, of course, I, I, I take that, you know, I take that and I understand that that's probably the reality. So what about you guys? What do you think? I don't want to be a Debbie Downer, but I don't, I don't have, I don't have those moments. Like, you know, um, in all honesty, that's why Ben and I are in therapy <laughs> because we, we don't, and we had kids 15 months or 16 months apart. There was no time. And, um, in the time that we did have, we were really tired and, um, hormones were out of balance and I wasn't my best version of me. And he was not his best version of him. And, um, you know, we are just now getting back to having those moments and there are little things like when the beds, when the kids go to bed. So then we have some time, um, you know, now that both of our kids are in soccer at the same time, we have 45 minutes or an hour twice a week. And we took on tennis just last week and we're terrible, terrible. It was uh, horrific, but uh, we were laughing the whole time. So you like you and Will will, you, you will carve out those moments, but it will never be like it is right now, you two with nobody needing anything from you. You know, if you want to take a nap, if you want to make blend your coffee, you want to grind your coffee beans loud. Oh no. When you've got a baby, you're not grinding <laughs> coffee beans. You're not doing any of that. No more, no more fresh ground coffee for you. No, it's on lockdown. Straight from make, the can. Come on. Listen, I, mine are older now, so it's not even fair to like compare or anything like that. But I think from what I've heard is my, I guess my thing would be communicate and also don't turn down help when it's offered. I turn down people all the time. Friends that, you know, would come up, trustful friends that would maybe come and say, Hey, do you want to go like lay down for it? And I'd be like, no, can't possibly like, you know what I mean? Like I was constantly just like, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Will can take the baby and you go take a bath, right? You have family in town, like let them watch the baby and you guys take advantage of that and go out together. I think that's something that, you know, rewind a little bit. I probably should have focused more on was like, you know, they're safe. They're fine. I, you need time also. And you know that now it's going to be 10 times, you know, harder to remember that when you've got a baby on your hip. So. And the other thing that's quite interesting is I also didn't want to spend time with him. Like I had this glorious baby. Like I wasn't, a lot of my friends were looking to go with their husbands to do things to give their husbands. And I was like, well, but I want to stay here. Like, you know, maybe I just want to stay here. The three of us or now the four of us or, you know, so I think that there is just reading the situation and doing whatever you want, but I can tell you because yes, we are in therapy. <laughs> you do need that time together. It's very, very important, but also um, it's not earth shattering if it doesn't happen because you've picked a good partner. So they get it too, right? Like I assume that Ben understands that it will, you know, get better. Well, listen, it's such a pleasure to be able to even chat about this with the two of you. I, I have so much love, like it's truly. Endless. Finally, um, finally. And to, 
And to be able to, to share this with you on a recorded podcast episode, listen, we've had these conversations, but non-recorded for weeks. So it just feels really cool to let our listeners in a little bit more um, as you know we navigate this together, as I navigate this with um, our whole podcast. And it just, it's so amazing. So thank you all so much for the love. Raina and Ali, thank you as always for holding endless space for me. It just means the absolute world. Um, and I can't wait to see how this transpires. So to everyone listening, make sure you like and comment and share uh, our episodes or anything that has resonated with you. We love reading your comments. We love when you send us DMs and even give us episode topics. If there's anything that you're curious to learn about, we have had so much fun on a couple of our episodes just answering your questions. So please do not be shy. We love hearing from you and we cannot wait until we chat with you again soon. Thanks so much for listening.